0: all right we're rolling we're live yep friday september 23rd we're back here at the great basin edge headquarters it's beautiful baby we're rolling it's looking crisp over here man it is it is got the beautiful decorations up it's a beautiful night first time recording on a friday night How's everyone doing tonight? Hopefully, everyone's doing great. We're doing fantastic always. Before we get rolling, we got we got to do diligence. Shout out over to Rhett at Fierce Firearms for hooking the boys up with some clean ass hats. For real, these hats are nice. Shout out to Rhett over there. If you guys need a firearm in the local area, head over to Fierce Firearms. They got you. They got you locked in.
1: Oh, empty UFC weekend. Yeah. We're struggling to find things to talk about earlier today. I hate it. I'm
0: going to be blatant, dude. I fucking hate it. I hate when there's not UFC fights. Dude, I live for this. I I, I mean, I breed this. (laughs) Luckily, though, for us, the Dana White Contender Series. Luckily for us.
1: Yeah, came in with another five contract night. What is that? Four four weeks in a row with five contracts. I don't know the stats behind that, but I th- I, I believe it might be four weeks in a row. Something like four weeks in a row. Three um, at least, I think.
0: It was. It's. This was the second to last weekend of Dana White's contender series. Um, there's only one more week left this Tuesday. You got. You guys got to tune in. We'll talk about it a little bit later, but they ended up with a bang. I think. All season, I was excited. I think originally for Bo Nickel early on, and when he didn't get signed, and Dana White said we're gonna have him back on here on the Contender Series, I've been waiting, man. I've been waiting for Bo Nickel. But this before we get into Bo Nickel, let's just hit the headliner right on right on the forehead,
1: dude. Let's just bop that. Hold on, before we get into before, that, for all of you that didn't know, this is the Desert MMA podcast episode number four. Number
0: four, the number one. Utah based podcast in the nation And I put that Come see me if you disagree I put that With your host Garrett Kimball And co-host Kobe Mooney The most beautiful duo We're pretty For real We might not be pretty But luckily for us we have the UFC yep. And the UFC is Fucking Beautiful It's beautiful man every almost every single weekend we got some a little bit of a d- delayed intro this is gonna be a little bit more of a loose podcast i think this one's gonna be a little bit
1: more sloppy a little bit more all over super unprepared on this one
0: well there's not a lot to prepare for
1: no there was no fight there wasn't a, ton, of going there are are a ton going on those weekends where nothing's going on even news wise there's nothing like nothing no, really no, happened no, over nothing last
0: week. really big you know kevin holland retired
1: out of nowhere, dude. He <laughs> put on Instagram he retired. Crazy.
0: On. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Kevin Holland's a troll.
1: He's not... I don't think he's the type of guy to fake retire. I
0: don't know either. That's my problem. I don't know either. I don't I think
1: he's the kind of guy to come
0: out. I haven't seen anything retirement. official from the UFC, though. I know Derek Brunson come out and said, Kamzat have put that boy straight into retirement, which is a jab at someone that beat Kevin Holland by wrest-
1: out-wrestling him the entire fight. He must have gotten a big payday from switching to the Combs fight, dude. I
0: imagine he got a like a fat paycheck, but
1: he mentioned that he did get he did get paid good. He got for compensated it. for sure.
0: I'm curious what that amount is because like after these cards, they'll come out and say like what what everyone made, but I've never seen one for Kevin Holland, and I think Kevin Holland makes pretty good money. So I'm cu- I'm awfully curious. If you guys know, please drop down in the comments or dm us on instagram uh twitter or even tiktok
1: dm us on tiktok please. dm us on tiktok i love tiktok
0: and let us know if you've seen something else but i haven't seen a dollar amount and what that was but he posted on his instagram story and said uh th- something good run good running 30 in a month um
1: that was he posted that on his main instagram feed and then he posted like on his story that he okay, was retired so by 30. Retired
0: by 30 on his yeah, story yeah. that's
1: where that's what i saw and he said what's my next career choice and i
0: kevin holland is a fucking beast dude that guy is easily one of my top five favorite fighters to watch to listen to even you could watch some of his fights at the apex with your eyes closed and, st- and still enjoy it, you can hear him clapping ears, man. That dude, a black belt in kung fu. Everybody's kung fu fighting. Everybody's kung fu fighting, especially Kevin Holland. So I really, I really
1: hope this is just him trolling and him, you know, making joke. I w- hopefully soon. He'll I let don't us know about that, man. He doesn't seem like the type of guy to just fake retire. Like he is a troll, but is He's he? he going to fake retire? I, just, I really can't imagine he just
0: ups and retires but maybe I don't know dude he got that payday
1: the comms out switch up and
0: payday. I don't I think he hit a point with it that he doesn't need to fight another fight before I, I think he could walk no, away and doesn't. make money off of the platform that the UFC gave him mm-hmm. to build himself up on social media and, and whatever else he's doing his name is big
1: hmm. man we need to see him fight a few more times so. I think so
0: especially at welterweight he just got going at welterweight I know then Comzat coming. was that? Three fights. I her. think that was his third fight at Welterweight, the two and one. And I mean, he got fed straight to Comzat. And I actually saw today that Comzat Chimayev announced officially that he's going up to middleweight. So he must have talked to the UFC and got, and got the go. Because I know Dana White prior, a couple months back, maybe even longer than that, they uh, they said that Comzat's um, fighting at Welterweight. Because he, he kind of bounced around. He fought at middleweight, like his second fight. And then. Took a, He was in Abu Dhabi, which is clear the fuck on the other side of the planet. <laughs> Abu Dhabi. And he won. And he turned around and told Denny's he's like, let me fight next weekend. And I think it was, I don't know if it was seven days or 13 days that he took another fight. And he actually, so his first fight was at middleweight. And that second fight was at welterweight. So like in Abu Dhabi, dropped 15 pounds in like a week. Comes, out as a beast, man. Yeah, he's he a is. problem. He is. He, he, he really can light a fire up in that middleweight. He'll division kill everybody. Too. It's a division that he can. I mean, obviously, he beat Gilbert Burns, who was a top five welterweight, so he can jump up right into the mix of that middleweight. He is great. He's just unreal. I mean, he could really. And that the beef between him and Paulo Costa is building. Paula Costa went on the Ariel Hawani show and
1: talk a little bit of shit. But I am trying to train with Robert Whitaker, bro. Switching up on is it Darren Till? Yeah,
0: Darren Till. I didn't see yeah. that. He's gonna go train with Robert Whitaker.
1: Yeah, dude, I saw a meme. I'll have to I'll throw it up. It'll be it'll be on right now on the video. <laughs> with the magic. Yep. It'll be there. I love Whitaker, man. Whitaker's a fucking unit. I love Whitaker too. I can't what, imagine that Whitaker is
0: going to be down to train.
1: He but, said it, dude. He Whitaker did? Yeah, he was on an interview with someone. I, I can't remember who. That will also be here. The interview. Whoever interviewed him will be on the <laughs> bottom of the screen. <laughs> Maybe it won't, dude. I don't know. But he came
0: out and said that he was down to train with.
1: He did talk uh, about him. Yeah, he said he would train with him, I think.
0: Well, I think anyone could benefit from training with Kamzat yeah. That dude is just so aggressive, man. Mm-hmm. That's, there's that clip of Sean Strickland who's someone that is known for being like, not a gym bully, but someone like when he spars, he wants to fight. Like he wants to fight you. And there's clips of him telling Kamzat to chill out while he was here <laughs> training in Vegas. Yeah,
1: Kamzat, he's a madness, dude. He, he turned like, to... Oh, sorry for the audio there just bumped the mic with my hat ricky he turned into a like a a bad guy overnight too with missing weight causing all that guy. with that card he's a bad guy and he
0: i really like if we're gonna point a finger at someone which i never i obviously would never do to come to Chumaya, but if someone's gonna point a finger on what happened last week it was come at i'm gonna say that really quiet too <laughs> <laughs> that he's got goons bro have you ever seen him Comstock's shoot those full- you ever you, seen dude. him shoot those fully automatic rifles dude no I haven't
1: he's way too comfortable on those he's coming for you dude I hope not I really I really hope not he may have actually killed people before he could have. that's how crazy he is I want to put it past the guy no, no you can't alright
0: let's get into a little bit of relevancy shall we Dana Whites Contender Series, another five contract week. Second to last contender series of this season. You could not ask for a better card. This was almost perfect. Four out of the five fights that night, TKO and KO. It 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 was entertaining from start to finish. I like I've missed a couple of Dana Whites contender series this season, but this was definitely the best one so far. And I loved the first one with Joe Pfeiffer, just the way that he emerged. And, and he mm-hmm. he really made that that night because the fights before were so stale.
1: Joe Pfeiffer's story is going to be a big one. It's going to be, be yeah. a big one. I can't wait yeah. to watch it unfold. Five years, we're going to be talking about it big time. Probably. When, he, when he's the champ.
0: When he's the champ. You're yeah. coming out right now. You're coming out Five on days. record right now saying...
1: Five years, ago, Joe we'll, be playing, we'll be playing Not this this You don't back. even
0: have to do five years, but at some point, Joe Pfeiffer will be a, a UFC middleweight we champion. We'll be playing this clip back in the podcast when that happens. All right. And cheers to that.
1: History was made this week in the Dana White Contender Series. That's really what the big highlight on the Contender Series is this week. It should have been the
0: main event. It should have been the main event. You That's think? everyone's Just main Just because he's 17. That's though? the reason I watched it. Let's get into it. Raul Roses Jr., the the official youngest person ever on the UFC roster. That's crazy. 17 years old. I'm older than him. You're older than him. Yep. You're probably older than him. What are?
1: What were you doing when you were what 17? Are, I don't. even... <laughs> Going to high school. Going
0: to high school.
1: <laughs> what
0: are what have we been doing? What are we all doing? Seventeen years old. This dude's a professional fighter on the U, on the UFC roster.
1: That's crazy. Think of how long he's been training for that like too.
0: You can see it on his face when mm-hmm. he's. You can see it on his face that he's been doing this a long time, and you can hear it when the way he, by the way he talks that he's been doing this a long time. This dude knew all the right things to say when he come in media. Post-fight interview, Larisenko interview. I mean, this dude this dude hit it, bop, right on the nose. So, let's get a little bit into the fight there. Um, Right here, it was a unanimous decision,
1: 30-27. He won all three rounds. All three judges gave him all three rounds. I didn't watch the Contender Series this week, so I, I didn't see the fight. What did you think of this fight? Um, It was...
0: I I actually really enjoyed it. I think Roses showed us um his strengths and, and to me he kinda showed me where where he needs improvement on where he comes in, he has really high energy. He had a lot of big movements. I think he threw a maybe through a front jumping kick just to kinda like set things some shit up, kinda establish that he's kind coming out show. big. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kinda show his opponent because I think I can't remember the his opponent right here. His opponent was 25 so a 17 year old versus a 25 year old to kind of establish that and then shot takedown and that's kind of where he dominated here 11 minutes of control t- of control time so the 15 minutes recorded of this fight 11 minutes and 55 seconds so 12 minutes was spent on the ground in his favor and actually his opponent had one minute and 59 seconds so that really means that there was only like a total of one minute on the feet which is what I kind of talked to you about before we started, was this wasn't a big, a big throwing hands fight. This was a this was a lot of grappling and high level grappling.
1: I believe you called it a boring fight. No, I believe you did. I believe over text you called it a boring fight. You're not a big fan of the wrestling. <laughs> There's
0: no such thing as boring fights.
1: You're you're all the time you're calling fights boring. No. You're not a big fan of when it gets on the ground. If it's high level on the ground, I I I enjoy it. I don't know, dude. Do you all if a fight goes to the ground, you caught boring. This dude's over here trying to call
0: me casual nonchalantly, You're hella, too.
1: Hella casual.
0: I'd beat your ass right here live on podcast <laughs> right now, but I won't because then I won't have someone here to engineer this entire thing. Um it was good it was it really was high level grappling and it was not boring to watch so those statements were obviously taken out of context a they or definitely or, were. or b it wasn't i didn't mean it to to extent where i'm going to come out publicly on the internet and say that i'm going to come out here and say that there was high level grappling that was going on in that fight from both man there was reversals i roses was on his back too he got taken down. Yeah, one time. One time. But, I mean, it was it was actually not a bad fight to watch. Some My biggest takeaway, though, is this. We saw this with Chase Hooper, who come into the UFC either at 19 or 20, or maybe even 18. Look up when Chase Hooper come into the UFC. It was 18 or 19, actually, now I'm thinking about it.
1: you probably should have kept talking about something dude
0: <laughs> well, anyways when chase hooper come into the ufc and you can look that up to see when chase hooper come in he was either 18 or 19 but when when chase hooper got into the ufc except till this last fight we didn't really see he had high level jujitsu, and he was he was really good at sneaking in um knee bars and, or heel hooks um just submissions like that. He's kind of a submission specialist. But in his last fight with Chase Hoover, we saw a lot more on the feet, which is where Roses has so much room to grow. And and I've said this a lot before, wrestling and jiu-jitsu will get you to the show. It'll get you to the UFC and it'll get you to fight high level competition. But once you hit the top fifteen, you run into people that can either A stop the takedown or take you down before you can take them down. So then you have to learn how to do the on the ground thing because not that's not how everyone fights. It's not always going to be a wrestling fight. You're gonna you're gonna end up fighting someone that's gonna shut down your takedowns and eliminate that game that part of your game. And you're going to have to go on to the feet and fight them. Mm-hmm. And that's where he has all this room to grow. So I'm actually super pumped. And he's so young. And he promised out in his post-fight interview that he was going to be the youngest UFC champion ever. He said he didn't care if he was at 18, 19, 20, or 21. He does, I, I think Jon Jones was 23 or 22 when he became the youngest UFC champion. Maybe even
1: 23 or 24. But Some people are saying he'll be champion in two years.
0: <clears throat> based off what I saw, he will not be champion in two years. But... I hope he makes me eat my words, but
1: right, I, in going, two
0: years, in two years, I don't know about that.
1: Real quick, going back, Chase Hooper, when he made his UFC debut in 2019 was 20 years old, so he was At probably 20? he was probably 19 when he got his contract probably in the Contender 19, Series. Yeah. Okay, but what about did he deserve the contract? Would he have gotten the contract if he wasn't so young? Like if he was like. 23 would he have gotten that contract you think with that fight
0: i say yes based off of like the last couple of weeks just because i think since the joe peiffer thing everyone's kind of been like it was an entertaining fight enough that i don't know i don't know i'd like to think yeah I think I think he has has the talent to be here for sure.
1: He for sure he has the so. talent to
0: to be here for sure. Let's see let's see this next fight. This next fight is gonna be very telling when he fights someone
1: on the UFC roster. When do you think he fights? I believe he he's turns 18. eighteen in October. Yeah, he's yeah. almost eighteen. So no way he fights before he turns it. He'll be eighteen when he no, yeah. first fights. So he won't
0: break that. Because I don't think the Contender Series counts as a UFC fight. No, it doesn't. So,
1: well, your first, like after your contract, your first fights is considered your debut. Okay, yeah. So
0: he won't be under 18 when he fights. I know his parents had to sign off with the commission. It, it was a big ordeal to get him on here. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he fought a, a seven, at 17 years old, 5-0, and 0, going in there and fighting a 25-year-old man. That's crazy. I don't <laughs> I mean, I was in high school, dude. I didn't. I was. I didn't do sports at that time. You know what I mean? I don't. This kid's got more fucking dog in him than than most people alive. Seventeen years old. Imagine what this kid can do if he hangs in there. Say so it's a little bit rocky at first, but
1: imagine the days of training he's putting in. At like twelve years old. Well, we're at home, like playing Call of Duty or Minecraft or at something. At that exact same time, yeah. he's he's at home putting in work.
0: I'm, what, five years older than him? Yeah. I was When he was 12, I would have been – yeah, I was sitting around playing video games and going to high school. Uh-huh. And this dude is now a professional fighter in the UFC, the cream of the crop right there. The, where any fighter, any mixed martial artist dreams of being in the UFC. At 17 years old, he's done it. And it just sets the bar higher. And, and then he'll go – he'll set the bar to win his first UFC fight, and he'll do that. And then he's like, I'm going to go on my first win streak, and he'll do that.
1: And then he's going to start setting the bar higher and higher and higher. Who was it last week we were talking about? They became a prof- like a professional fighter at 15. Was it Song Yudong? Song Yudong, yes. Yeah. It was professional it was fighter song- It was Song Yudong. I mean, this guy must this have been a professional it, right? fighter at 15, too, if he was 5-0 at
0: 17. Let's see. When did he make his professional de- debut? I can check right here. In 2022, he's fought he f- he's, fought, oh, so five he, he's fought five times in 2022. five times this, this year? year. This year, insane. Starting in March and ending
1: obviously at the Dana White's. So not even the entire year over the last, He hasn't been a professional this year. Over the last until, six months, he's year. fought five times. Yeah. Crazy.
0: God damn, dude. And that's in bantamweight, dude. That's a that's a stacked division. I mean, I'm talking stacked. I he, Sterling, yes,
1: Pierre Young, DJ Marab, Corey, Jose, also still in dedication teams? that you can't imagine. Mm-hmm. I don't to have be put in the work that young to get there. For all, For all these guys, dude, these all these guys are just absolutely insane. But like these guys are making their professional debuts, like like Song Yudong at fifteen, him at seventeen, and fighting five times in six months at seventeen.
0: He's done nothing. He's been in training camp all for the last six months yeah. straight. He gets out of a, he wins a fight and then he's immediately getting ready for the next one.
1: And then he doesn't like he fights so well he doesn't get hurt that he can no, just immediately yeah, go into a training camp it. and fight again. I'm curious if
0: it'll let me check the stats out on something. no, I won't. I was curious if I could check the submission, arm bar, submission, arm bar, submission, rear naked choke, KO slash TKO, and then unanimous decision. From Mexico, too. Another big Mexican fighter in the UFC. They're kind of... Brandon Reynolds really sparked something. Yeah. I love it, man. Identifies as from America, but he fought professionally over in Mexico.
1: That's wild, man. Me at, like, 21, I struggle to make posts for our podcast on Instagram every day. I struggle with dedication to that. What were you doing at seventeen? Going to high school, dude. That's it. Yeah, going to high school, working. That's fucking boring. I was hoping for a little bit more than just yeah. going to high school, just going working. to school, going to school, and going to work.
0: You do that now. Why'd you start doing it so early? Going to work and shit. I don't know. Weirdo. Um, we on a versus Bruno Fiera. Main event of that night. KO. Beautiful. Fiera, 9-0. Coming into the UFC. That's at middleweight, middleweight. What,
1: Stack division, dude. What was the best fight of the contender series, you think? Which fight stood up to you? Honestly, the first one was a banger, dude.
0: Round three, Roybert, Roybert R- 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 Echeverria butchered that for <laughs> sure. <laughs> we, butch- we stay butchering. I don't even want to This is try. Jofel Fio, Filo. Yeah, it was a banger, dude. That was a good one. Only 30, 36 strikes to 38 strikes. Not a whole lot, but that was a good one. Not a bad week in the contender series. One more week left. Um, a pretty big week though coming up this week. A lot of people looking out here. Bo Nickels gotta Bo come out big Nickel, this week.
1: Main eventing, two and zero professionally now. What's gonna happen to him if he doesn't get his contract this week, dude? He's gonna go fucking fight at Bellator. He's gonna have to. He's getting his contract. He's not though. gonna come through the contender season Dana White's again. not
0: a. Dana White's such a businessman, dude. Bo Nichols, I'm calling it here. Bo Nichols getting signed this next week. I think what Dana White was on the fence about was hit only one professional fight before that. Then it was a quick, in his first professional fight, what did it end? It ended so early. Let me check right here. Bo Nichols, Southpaw fighter two. Both of his fights have ended by um, stoppage in the first round. His first fight was thirty three seconds long and it was like a one or two punch KO. I, I can't check the stats on on ESPN, but I mean his Dana White contender series was a minute and two seconds. And there was the only strikes thrown were by Bo Nickel, and I'm pretty sure they were on the ground. Fifty-three control seconds and a submission. Two submission attempts ended up getting him by rear naked choke. It was just so fast and he's so good at wrestling that it it's almost like that rose like roses, but I I almost lean more towards Bo Nickel, man. Bo Nickel's a three and I correct me if I'm wrong here, but Bo Nickel is a three time.
1: I wouldn't know. I'm not gonna correct you here. Dilbro could correct me. He was supposed to be here to be my fact checker. Unfortunately didn't have three mics. He didn't
0: show up, so. Boo Dilbro. Shout out K bro. But I think he's a three-time All-American wrestler. He's, he's from Penn State. He's a he's a beast. He's gonna come in here fight Donovan Beard, seven and one at middleweight. He's getting a contract. I'm putting it. Right, I put it earlier, but I'm putting it again. Bo Nickel is getting a contract. Doubling down on Bo Nickel getting. Doubling a down on him getting a contract, 100. percent I'm on the Bo Nickel train. Choo choo, let's fucking go. Got a middleweight fight, a lightweight fight, a featherweight fight, flyweight. And Bannon, we got a great mix right here. No heavyweight fights that night, so no big sluggers. But that's still going to be solid. And after Tuesday, we get fights back on Saturday. That'd be big. We'll have something to talk about. Mackenzie Dern versus Jan Zionin. Yon's a beast Mackenzie Dern is a is one of the most high level jiu-jitsu practitioners in the women, in the women's UFC. And, and I put that. Let's see here let's see she's 12 and two. She did lose to um Marina Rodriguez by unanimous decision, her second to last fight. but she did beat Tisha, Tisha Torres, who is an animal. And she beat Nina Nunez, who is Amanda Nunez's wife, who's recently retired from MMA. I don't know if you knew that little factoid.
1: Was it this coming fight night that Garbrandt was supposed yep. to be on and yep. it got canceled? Yeah. They were both injured, was it? Yeah,
0: that's what I saw, is that they were both injured. So it must have been a mutual agreement. But man, that was the big car. Like, that was like my main event. Uh-huh. Of the evening, but it looks like we covered last week that uh Sadiq Yusuf didn't have an opponent yet. Now he does. Who's he got? He has got Don Chanus, who's making his UFC debut. Fought in Cage Titans a couple of times. That'll be interesting. Fighting to Alliance see Championship as well. How he does coming in? Yeah, you, Sadiq Yusuf is a, is a nightmare, bro. He's tough, and the only person that he's lost to, I believe. Let me double, let me fact check this. That he's lost to in the yeah, the only person he's lost to in the UFC was Arnold ha- Allen, who is undefeated in the UFC. Let me fact check myself here. Yep, undefeated in the UFC. He hasn't lost since 2014, and that's the only guy that Sadiq Yusuf has lost to, and that was a decision. And that was two fights ago. He beat Alex Caceres. Alex Caceres is a beast, an all time vet, an OG. I think I'm going to go. I mean, I feel like the safe answer is to say Cedric Yusuf in this fight. You know, taking on someone making their UFC debut at 12 and 3. How old is Chanis? Uh, Let me see here. 31, yeah. I think Sadiq Yusuf all the way on that one. Parslow. Yeah, I think Brown. I agree with you there. I think he'll,
1: he'll probably take the one
0: there. What does this card start with? Some prelims. Penny versus Rishi. Davis this. Santos. Not a bad card, man, but it's just... Uh, my main event of this weekend was going to be Garbrandt. I know it's a it's a bummer they had. Even that. though Garbrandt's on a skid and a big time skid, mm-hmm. I, I've always I I really like Garbrandt. This fight against Dominick Cruz, I that still to this date has got to be top five UFC performance of all time. I mean he that was my main event, so I'm kind I'm really pretty bummed about that. But Mackenzie Dern's a beast. I don't remember if she's ranked or not. Still, still
1: should be good night fights, but it'll be a great night it fights. It's, it's gonna be so exciting
0: to have himself. them actually back now, dude. My life really is empty without the fights. Is this at the apex? Yeah, I, th- I believe so. Yeah, this is in Yeah, at the at the apex October 1st, they're you know, over there in Nevada.
1: Straw women's straw fight. What about the funny business we saw the other day with uh. Who was it? Sarah McMahon, was that who it was? Weird. Really weird. Yeah, Sarah McMahon
0: um was removed from the UFC roster and then about like three hours later
1: was added back to the UFC roster. She had her fight cancelled with Aspen Lad uh, when she missed last weight. weekend. Mm-hmm. When she missed weight. But yeah.
0: So she mu- it must have when she sh- when when uh, Sarah McMahon showed up and made weight, it must have counted as her uh I wonder if they gave her her full fight bonus and everything. Probably, I don't know. She for sure got her show. She made weight, and that's what you get for your show. I think I saw that she
1: got she covered. was paid good for it, yeah.
0: It's out of her control, man. And she, and these fighters live on that. Uh-huh. A lot of these fighters really do live on their UFC paycheck.
1: So what do you think the new contract is? Do you think it's just to come in? Because she's 41 years old. Has had a hell of a career. Won Olympic medals in 2004 she won an olympic medal so she's been fighting and wrestling for 20 years
0: i w- when she's added back to the ufc roster 3 hours later there's there it's either one to me, it's either one of two things: either a, she's coming back for one last big retirement fight because she probably was like, or I'm. This is what I think happened: is that they were like, we're not going to resign you, and, and then her manager later was like, hey, Sarah's only going to fight one more time. She's had a hell of a career, a long run, and she would like to do it with the UFC. And I do think that the UFC that that they honor, they honor some of these these name these name fighters.
1: I think that fight must have been the Aspen Ladd fight, right? Like that's the fight she was going to retire on, you know? Probably. And then that that fell through, and she's like, "Well, I want another fight to close out my career. you know she didn't want to go out like that.
0: Yeah, so I don't know the full discussion of the details yet, but I would I, I think she's i I imagine it's a one fight contract just for her to end at the highest level that that mm-hmm. this sport offers, which is the UFC. I mean that's mm-hmm. that I said earlier it's the cream of the crop. So I, that's that's what I think happened is that, that she come back for one last retirement fight. I, she'll probably fight an unranked fighter, I would imagine. I don't even think that she's ranked herself, so just come in and get hopefully right off a win. I mean that's not really how it always ends up, especially when fighters know it's their last fight. Like uh Jessica I. When Jessica I retired she lost and she says she knew going into it it was her last fight. And she and actually after she said it did play a role in the result. Knowing that that was it, mm-hmm. but almost like there's like a nothing held back. Like go out there and lay all your cards on the table. Like I'm yeah. done. Let's go out there and let's go out with a bang. Let's let's end this. Let's have a little retirement party. A little mm-hmm. 50k KO bonus performance <laughs> of the night.
1: Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see like what her contract ends up being. I was surprised that she, they ended up bringing her back. You know, 41 years old. It's got a long fight career. That's what I'm thinking at least.
0: White anyway, says he he's got like a thing. If he doesn't think you can fight for the title eventually, or if he doesn't think that you're up there, like he's not gonna really resign you because this is supposed to be where the best fighters in mm-hmm. the world are at. Is at the UFC. So I think she's gonna hopefully she gets a win and she just rides off to the sunset. Yeah.
1: Um. Another thing I was able to watch yesterday the new. I believe it came out f- probably four or five days ago. Now the new anatomy of a fighter on your one of your favorite fighters, Sean O'Malley. Have you gotten to see that? I haven't yet? seen it yet. Dude, it's really it's on ESPN good. Or on it's YouTube. 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 It's really good. Shows Sean in kind of a different light than the kind of show he puts on. You know, show like you talk like they talk to his coach and his parents. His and coach his, is a beast. Dude, his and partner. Like- it, it was really it was cool to see that. I really like the anatomy of the fight of the fighters.
0: Yeah, they do a damn good job at it, man. I haven't seen that, I'm definitely gonna check that out though. I'm a big Sean O'Malley fan. Sean O'Malley's different bro. That dude does. that dude fights fucking different. And I can't wait for October twenty second. UFC
1: two eighty. Be there, be square. I put that. The guy that does those anatomy of fighters, Will Harris, he was on the Joe Rogan podcast, that's a good podcast too. That it's one, good. the most recent one, the most recent MMA show. I love when Joe Rogan
0: does the MMA shows, man. I fucking I drink it.
1: I absorb that, it. That one with Usman after his loss. To that, one on, so that one was good. a good one. If you guys one. haven't seen that, you got to go check that out. Free plug right there. Listen to it on my way up to the Ozark Trail studio for yep. episode two, I believe. I I listened to it on the way. We got to get 5. back over
0: there. I don't think... It's been a while since we've
1: been over there. Um, yeah, we're missing out on Bob. Bob,
0: the, yeah, Bob's episodes. a busy
1: fucking guy, man. That guy is a hard <laughs> guy to track down. Yeah, it's a shame he couldn't make it down to the Basin's Edge headquarters nope, this he, week.
0: I tried, and I even asked him next weekend if he thinks he's going to be able to make it back down here, and he said he doesn't think so. He said, yeah. he said he'll said he see what he can do, but but don't count on him. That's a shame he can't make no, it He's a down. busy guy, man. I don't want to bug him either. I want to blow up his shit. <laughs> If you don't know Bob, he's, he's up to some Bob, I don't even wanna like put it all out there, but Bob's a fucking unit.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but a be- uh beautiful uh decorations we got up here. Sipping on some Hallerhead tonight. What you drinking on tonight, Kobe? It's Friday night. We
1: got you into brewing lime pilsner. Lime pilsner. Got some Hallerhead. And some water in the body armor bottle. Um, we talked about before we started the pod a little bit about Conor McGregor and his next fight. What do you think that is? He did come out and say because Floyd alluded to them, Floyd and Conor fighting again, and then Conor Floyd did come out and say here. I, I think that I think this was like yesterday or the day before that that was coming out i think
0: i saw it today and i could be wrong but i think floyd's got a fight now it's funny that connor is not interested i i really hope he comes back to mma he can do whatever he wants he can never come back he could be just fucking messing with all of us and never actually step foot back in the octagon but he
1: is recording a movie right now is he uh, yeah he is he's posting about it on instagram no where was he at i believe he's in california Filming a movie. Maybe New over, York. Man. I might be wrong. I don't know. That dude's straight up all over. I don't know Conner for sure. a fucking beast.
0: Who should Connor come back and fight? He says he wants to fight for the welterweight title when he comes back, which I don't he really... He doesn't I, get a title fight. I don't really foresee that coming. Him coming right into a title fight, especially after back-to-back losses to Dustin Poirier. I don't see that coming to fruition. But I do think he comes back at welterweight. I, I would love to see him take a tune up fight. Someone that... That's up and coming. Who's ranked up here in the top fifteen? In the UFC. Let's take a peek real quick at the welterweight division. He could fight Michelle Pereira, bro. That'd be a hell of a fight. Daniel D. Rod Neil uh, Neil Magny just got a fight against someone. Someone we just D. Rod Neil Magny. I think in D. Rod just got a fight. When's that? I don't know. Oh, yeah. I hope that's it.
1: that's accurate. I hope that's accurate. I think that's what it was. It was no Magny and D-Rod. D-Rod just fought yeah. last weekend against... Mm-hmm. He was supposed to fight Kevin Holland. Yeah, he was
0: supposed to, but ended up fighting uh, Lee
1: Jingling yeah. and actually getting a win off of him. And Lee
0: Jingling is, a, is an animal. He's a problem. I can't remember who Shav fighting... Connor could come back and take like a. The thing with Connor is you don't want him to come back and fight like a big grappler if he comes back. You don't want him coming in and step in. Michael Chandler would be a good fight. I saw someone say that Connor's going to come back and the number one option is going to be Charles Oliveira. So Charles gets his money fight. I love that. I love DuBlanc's got a big money fight. But does
1: Chandler take the McGregor fight though? Because he's really, yeah. he's working towards the belt. No, not no, money Chandler's, fights. Dude. Chandler's looking for that, but he was. He just, says he's champ middle of next year.
0: Right, and obviously fighting Connor would change that slightly. But Michael Chandler was just on with uh DC on his show with Dustin Poirier on there too, and they kinda talked and they were both were like, Well the Connor's not coming back anytime soon, so he's obviously still wanting the Connor fight, is kinda what I got from that. I would I think Dubronx man handles Connor on the ground. So I don't think that's a good fight for Connor. I think Chandler Chandler's dude I wasn't actually – I wasn't even really thinking about this or even big on this fight when people have talked about it, but I actually –
1: Chandler and Conor McGregor might be fireworks. I don't know. The way Chandler talks about, like, how he's going to be champ middle of 2023. 20, like, is he going to sidetrack that for a McGregor fight? Is McGregor even coming back? Like, he's filming a movie right now. He's doing his own thing. Is yeah. he Is he coming back? I don't know if Conor's coming back. I can't say on that. But I think Michael Chandler
0: takes that fight. I think he takes that fight. That might be the fight to make, man. Now that I'm thinking about it, I've, I've got the rankings pulled up here because I would like to see Conor come back and fight someone ranked. Not like a Conor McGregor. Or, or, or sorry, excuse me. Uh, Conor McGregor versus yeah. Conor McGregor. <laughs> a Cowboy Cerrone fight. Like that was a tune-up against someone that wasn't ranked. And Cat was a beast. Cat was a legend, but I I would like to see him come back if I saw him ranked. Um I'm cool with Michael Chandler if he it, wants to come down to if, if fight, he wants to come but. down to lightweight. But the dude's walking around big as shit right now. Connor mm. is jacked, dude. Connor looks big. welterweight. Connor is what they call middleweight. Connor. They even got the memes of that dude on a fucking bodybuilder <laughs> and shit. But not like a like an obvious a fucking Photoshop bodybuilder, but. Connor's big, dude. And I hope he comes back. I hope John Jones comes back, man, for December. They haven't really talked about that recently.
1: Yeah, that'll be interesting to see if he does make it back. He's big really right him. now, dude. John big, Jones yes. Big, he's he's big. a beast right now.
0: And he looks at you and you break a limb or something.
1: Mm-hmm. He's been doing steroids.
0: Man, I love the UFC. It's my shit. That's my drug. That's that's the only drug I'd smoke is the UFC.
1: You're a big UFC
0: smoker. Now, before we wrap up this podcast.
1: Roadhouse. Conor McGregor is in the remake of Roadhouse with Jake Gyllenhaal. What's That's Roadhouse? the movie filming. It was a movie with uh, Patrick Swayze, I believe. I thought Patrick Swayze made music. No, he's an actor, dude. You Pat look Swayze. you look real
0: bad right now. No, I don't. You look real so bad. knows right what I'm talking about right now. You might look fucking bad right
1: now. No, you look bad. I'd right
0: be now. I'd be damn careful because you really might. Patrick Swayze makes music, and I fucking put that right now. You look. It's either you Pat look Swayze bad or, right this or Patrick Swayze or Patrick Swayze. No, this is you're good about to look, look really bro. fucking this bad isn't right isn't here. A good look Google for it, bro. It. Google it. Well, he googles that shit and inevitably comes to his demise. I don't even know if that was fucking English, but... You look bad right now, dude.
1: Patrick Swayze <laughs> Swayze's an actor.
0: Let's go at it. How tall are you? Accurately, how tall are you? Like 6'5". Six, 6'6". Six, six. See how he says like?
1: I haven't measured myself like that in a long time. Come the fuck
0: on. He hasn't measured himself. Pull out your tape measure, guy. Yeah, because I'm walking around with tape measure right now, bro. I'm, su- All right, I'm, I'm then. suited up, bro. You think I'm walking around with tape measure right
1: now? I, I don't know. All
0: right, let's put you in the hot seat. Let's make you
1: look really bad right now. He did make some music, but he's not. Oh! He, he's an actor, dude. <laughs> he's not known for his music. You still look bad. You still. Look I look bad, bad now. You was still right. look bad. I was right. You still look and bad. I still no.
0: Fuck all that. <laughs> all right, let's put you on that shit. Who's your least favorite UFC fighter? Least favorite. Least
1: favorite. I don't know, dude, that's a tough question. No. It is, dude. I don't got at least favorite off the top of my head. <laughs> I ain't negative like you. You probably got you probably got a couple ready to rip, huh? No. Let's hear it. You probably got three or four ready to go. It's
0: the only time I'm gonna say this, but I don't give I don't care to watch chef fight.
1: If I want to watch that, I turn on flow wrestling. You're just back. He's gonna come and beat Oliveira.
0: Alright. We're fucking stopping on that note. When you start talking some stupid shit, this dude's obviously not capable of recording podcasts at this hour of night. Mm-hmm. As it is 1230. So we're gonna stop it at that. You're gonna start i sp- am I'm I'm not putting out some stupid shit like that. So we'll we we'll go ahead and wrap it up. I'd like to give a shout out to all of you, every single person watching. Listening, liking, commenting, and subscribing and following to all of our social medias. We're on YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Deseret underscore MMA. Go follow right now on all of them. And leave comments, because you'll end up in the podcast.
1: I'll put you in. We are looking to start a segment. Questions from the boys. Questions from
0: the boys. Drop the boys. Drop your comments on any of those. We're going to pull them. Put this motherfucker on the hot seat.
1: No, put him on the hot seat. Cause he doesn't no. know anything. He looks like he doesn't know anything. Look at him. I look fucking dapper. What are you talking about, bro? You look like you don't know things.
0: I look fucking dapper. We're sipping on some Hallerheads some and Pilsners Friday night. Hopefully, everyone else had a great night. Whatever, whatever time you're listening to this at, I hope, I hope you had a great night. I hope you had a great weekend. You're gonna have a great day at work tomorrow. You're gonna have a great day at work today. You're gonna have a a fucking fantastic shower after you get off of work. I don't I don't give a shit when you're listening to this podcast. But shout out to you for listening. This is the number one based Utah podcast in the nation. I am your host, Garrett Kimball. Of course, and always accompanied by the lovely, long-haired Kobe Mooney. Thank you for watching. And we'll catch you guys next week with a recap of the Mackenzie Dern fight. Peace.